You are listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Prepare to be enlightened, entertained, and move to grow as you hear practical advice on building and enriching the experience of worship at your church. And now, Dr. Craig Gilbert. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Purpose Heart Ministries podcast. Our podcast is here to help you with any and all aspects of church planning and development, but with a special emphasis on congregational worship. I'm your host, Dr. Craig Gilbert, founder and lead consultant of Purpose Heart Ministries, and I'm happy to be with you each and every week as we talk about important issues that so many churches must face each and every day. Please help us share this podcast on your favorite social media sites or by word of mouth. I sure hope that you have been saving and sharing uh, our podcasts with others. Uh, if you haven't, uh, please do so now. I have to tell you, we've hit a milestone. Um, I, I wasn't sure. I did a little research today because I, I wasn't positive, but I am correct. This is one year today. This is our one year anniversary of the Purpose Heart Ministries podcast, and I'm very excited uh, to uh, have been able to do this for the past year of uh, sharing so much uh, that I know or that people have asked me about, uh, trying to help churches as best I can with the uh, information and the uh, uh, experience that God has given me uh, in this field. And I have to tell you uh, that it's been an exciting year. It's been a wonderful year of, of sharing, and I look forward to continuing to do so. Uh, but boy, we sure need your help. Uh, we'd love to be able to uh, build this podcast with your uh, uh, with your help. Uh, if you've been listening, if you've been a faithful listener, uh, would it would help us so much if you would share uh, this podcast with others uh, and allow us to be in their ministry as well. Uh, if you found value in what we're what you're hearing, uh, it, wouldn't it be valuable to them? And so, uh, please give us a hand as we start our new year. We're starting a new worship series, a new podcast series today, Choosing Music for Worship. Uh, I thought this would be a really great uh, way for myself to begin to review uh, my own choosing music practices. I am starting a, uh, a sub-position at a church uh, in their contemporary worship services, and I'll be subbing for them for six weeks and planning and choosing and planning worship music. And so I thought it would be uh, really helpful, uh, both to me, to go back to the basics. I think it's always good to go back to the basics and, and review uh, how you're doing things. And so as I went through that process for myself, I said, well, why not just go ahead and make it part of a, a podcast series? So uh, today is the first of this, uh, the first episode of Choosing Music for Worship, and I'm calling it but it's so hot right now, and I'm not talking about the temperature outside. I'm talking about how popular a particular song is. I'm on a, um, uh, especially when it comes to choosing it for worship at your own church, use in worship at your own church. Uh, I'm part of several Facebook pages uh, where uh, people regularly talk about uh, songs and talk about their appropriateness for worship. And one of the most uh, common arguments that I see is that, well, you know, how can it be wrong if uh, so many churches are using it? Uh, wow, we use that argument in so many different parts of our lives, and uh, to now see it also being used in worship music selection, of course, is 
both uh, n- not really uh, surprising, uh, but definitely a little bit disappointing to some extent. So let's deal with that uh, when it comes to tar- choosing worship music. So it's a hot song. People uh, really like it. Maybe somebody's come to you and said that they really like to hear this song. They've heard it on the radio and they'd love to do it in church or uh, you've been keeping up with the latest and the greatest. I know uh, I'm on uh, a couple of uh, mailing lists for companies that generate uh, backing tracks. And I get, a, I get a post every week letting me know what the hottest tracks are. So uh, I know, you know what other churches are doing. And I certainly can compare my church and my music selection to the music selections of other churches. But... One of the things we have to remember is that we serve the church that we serve. So the song's really hot. What about choosing it for your church? Well, let's start with uh, what role will it play in your uh, in your congregation? Is it a congregational worship song? So many worship songs that come out are just not very con- not very conducive to congregational worship unless you have the time to really teach the song. Uh, you know that all those videos that you see of the mega church doing the worship song and everybody singing really loud and 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 really being into the song, you realize that they take a long time teaching that song to the congregation. Uh, that doesn't happen spontaneously. They have to actually teach the song for a while and then they record the video uh, because they wrote the song. They've had it for a while. So the question is, is it, is it congregational? Is it going to be congregational right off the bat or are you going to have to take the time to teach it? And if it's going to take time to teach it, are, are you going to take the time to teach it? Are you going to actually make that happen? Uh, if you don't care whether or not it's congregational, if you just want to introduce the song to your congregation and play it because you think it's a great song and um, you know that your congregation should hear it, okay, that's fine. Uh, what week are you going to do it? Why are you going to do it? Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into deciding to play a new song or introduce a new song in a worship service, or at least there should be, uh, a lot more than just it's a, a really hot song right now. Uh, my next question is always, what's really new about it? Now, I'll break this down into two questions for you, but really, when you're when you're pulling something new into your repertoire, when you're pulling something new into the into the congregational lexicon of your of your church, their music lexicon, you need to ask what is uh you know to me you've got some hard questions to answer as far as what's really new about it what is it what does it add um, that is different so question number one is what does it say that none of the songs you already use are saying what I mean by that is lyrically. Um, what is the new message that's being added to the to the congregational song, or are you just throwing one more version of the same old lyric into your congregation? Are you just giving them one more song? It's a new song, but it's the same old lyric. There's nothing new in it. Um, what is you know? So my my first question is justification for choosing a new song and expanding the the the. Um, the the number of songs that your that your congregation is singing is what is a what is it saying what is it saying differently um, is this a topic that you haven't covered before uh, is this a uh, a way of addressing God that hasn't been covered before or is this just a rehash of material that you've already done now there's nothing wrong with that I'm not saying that that there's you know that we shouldn't have more than one way to say the same thing. I'm just asking you to be honest about 
why you're putting the song in your rotation. Um, you know, I've had so many people come to me and say, this is such a great song. We need to sing it in worship. And my question is, why? Uh, well, it's a great song. Okay, it's a great song. I, I'll give you that. But why? What is it? What song does it replace? Uh, what song is it better than that I should pull out of my rotation to, um, that, you know, that this song says it better? Because uh, obviously I've only got so many spots, uh, I'm gonna have to drop something. So what song should I replace? What is you know what's what song is this one going to take the place of? So uh, that's also a question that kind of goes along hand in hand with this is, you know, what does it say that none of your other song says, and then what song is it gonna replace? Because um, you're gonna have to pull something out to make room for it. Uh, a lot of times we don't thoughtfully consider what song we're removing songs just kind of fall by the wayside and we just don't pick them anymore um and again i don't think that that's really smart and and uh informed uh worship planning and, and song selection another question that i'll give you even if it's a hot song is how can this song bring god to the people differently and how can it bring the people to god differently um it's, this is similar to the one I was asking before is what does it say that none of the songs already say but really what we're talking about is is making God um, making people aware of God and making um, uh, you know this 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 understanding that God is in the house uh, as it were that God is is amongst us uh, that's really what worship is about and how is this song doing that um, in what way? Uh, how do you see it functioning inside your congregation? Is there a way that it speaks to your congregation uh, that maybe another song doesn't? You know, I've had plenty of people pick songs and say, this song is uh, great because um, uh, so-and-so is singing it, or this song is great because the church down the street is singing it. Well, okay, that's good for their congregation, but how is this song appropriate for our congregation? Um, what is it? What is it saying about God or bringing us to God that that we haven't heard or that we um, haven't experienced before? I guess really the first question was, what is it we haven't heard? And this one is, what is it we haven't experienced before? Is there some way that this song is um, this song is is bringing us forward and having us experience God? Uh, that that we've never seen before, or that no other song that we sing does this. Um, you know, you can go from here and, and pick your own questions. Uh, as you can see, it's it's a it's a difficult topic. But I'm trying to what I'm trying to get you to do is get you to think beyond just the fact that it's a popular song. Um, examine it. Take this song and examine it in light of the songs that you already sing, and really. Um, uh, examine its place. You would do this with a with a new member of your band. Uh, maybe that's the best way to put it. Uh, if someone came to you and said, "I want to be a, uh, I want to sing in your band. I've got a great voice, and everybody says that I'm really good." Um, you would start. You would have to do a serious look at your current singer lineup and say, "Okay, so how does this person?" How, how does this person fit? How does this person, what does this person add? Uh, what does their voice add? Uh, are, are they going to be a lead voice for me? Or are they just going to kind of sit in the background? Just think about that for a second. All the different questions you would ask about putting somebody forward. I think we should ask just that many questions, if not more, about the music that we choose. I think so many people are just way too flippant 
about um, the music that they choose. They just don't think about it enough. Uh, they, they really, really, really uh, trust what other people think and other people say, and they don't spend enough time thinking about their own congregations and their responsibility to their own congregation. So as we go into choosing music for worship, if you're, we'll start with this first one of, of It's Hot Right Now, it's a popular song. Uh, just a quick review. Is it congregational? And if it's not, what role is it going to play? And if it is, um, are they going to get it? Or are you going to have to teach it? You know, there's a lot that goes into that. And then the two big questions that I would always ask is, you know, what does it say that none of the other songs already say? And then that we're using already say, and then how can this song bring us to God or bring God to us, uh, differently? Um, what role is it going to play in the collection of songs that I use, uh, to communicate the gospel in worship. How is this song going to benefit us? And then, of course, the one that I kind of snuck in there is, okay, so which song is it going to take the place of? Which song are you ready to retire? Uh, which song has outlived its its usefulness? And and one of the things we need to remember is you whatever song you're pulling out, it played a part. Uh, it it You picked it for a reason. So why all of a sudden is it not going to be needed anymore? Um, this isn't, I'll finish with this. This is not top 40 radio. Uh, you're not programming top 40 radio when you're choosing worship. And, and that is the thing that too many people do. They're just planning a radio station. And that is not what choosing worship music is about. We are not planning a radio station. Uh, we are choosing music for people to sing uh, that is going to lyrically challenge them and and place them uh, in the hands of God and in the presence of God in a way uh, and that they can't that they haven't experienced before and it's going to tell a story of God a part of the story of God that they haven't heard before or it's going to tell them a story that they've heard before in a new way so really ask some tough questions about that new music before you pick it and put it into your worship service so. It's been a year. Wow. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, thanks for joining us for this past year. If you're just now uh, finding this podcast, I ask that you you know go back and see if there's some topics back there that you'd like to take a listen to. Uh, and, and we'll move forward looking into the new year as we finish off this series. Uh, this series will uh, be about six weeks long. And then we'll kind of reassess and see where we are and see what we need to cover. Uh, but until then, uh, I hope that you'll pray for me as I start my new ministry as much as I pray for you in your ministries. So until next time, God bless you and God be with your ministry. Thank you for listening to the Purposed Heart Ministries podcast with Dr. Craig Gilbert. Want more from Craig? Be sure to join us online at PurposedHeartMinistries.com. We look forward to having you join us again next week.